The Comic Book Time Machine, Episode 75, Between Disney Special, The Haunted Mansion. Greetings, time travelers, and now for something completely different. It is a Between Disney special of Comic Book Time Machine. So what's a Between Disney special going to be? It's going to be a lot different than what we usually do, and I may even go on longer than I might when I'm by myself, because this is Time Traveler Daniel, and I'm a huge Disney nerd, fan, geek, whatever you want to call us. I've got all the shirts. So now with it being Halloween time, I've got my mind on one thing with living between Disney, and that is the Haunted Mansion. So me and the Haunted Mansion, we, we have an interesting and complicated history. Um, you see, I don't like scary stuff. I'm a big old Freddy cat. And so when I was first asked by my wife if I wanted to go into the Haunted Mansion, I said no. And then I said no again, and then no again, and then no again. And she had to keep telling me that it was going to be a-okay. That there was really nothing too scary in there. In fact, she was going to take our young child into the Haunted Mansion. And that kind of made me man up and make me face my fears and, well, begin to hide into my t-shirt as I began to go through the Haunted Mansion. And luckily, I found that the Haunted Mansion wasn't too scary, wasn't too frightening, and it was something that I've written ridden again and again and again and again and force my kids to ride and force anyone who's with me to ride because at the end of the day the haunted mansion is probably one of the greatest disney attractions of all time and so that's what we're going to talk about today here on comic book time machine we're going to talk about the haunted mansion luckily for you i'm not wearing any of my five haunted Man mansion t-shirts i am a little obsessive so how are we going to do this today because, again, I said this is going to be special. It's going to be different. So here's our structure today. I'm going to talk about pieces of media that are referred to, that are linked to the Haunted Mansion. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm not going to talk about Eddie Murphy. Okay, I am going to talk about Eddie Murphy. But I'm not going to talk about the Haunted Mansion movie directly. Though there's a good chance that I'll watch it this month. There really is. Instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about uh, three print items. The first two items, I will tell you, are not going to be comic books. The third item will be. So hold on to your hats there. There's the promise that at the end, I've got for you a comic book. It's just not the first thing I want to talk about. Oh, by the way, who am I again? This is Daniel, Time Traveler Daniel. Where I started my whole presence on the web, my whole craziness that led to podcasting was with a little website called betweendisney.com because I live between Disney. I'm between the two parks. I'm between movies and I'm between, it seems, Disney Infinity Games it's at, at all times. And I'm between Disney comics all the time. But along with the comics, I am reading, to be honest, a ton of Disney books. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about two Disney books that have been in multiple prints, and then a Disney comic book, all three themed 
around the Haunted Mansion. So let's go ahead and let's start with the one that Disney would probably prefer that I talk about first, which is Jason Sorrell. Mr. Sorrell is a former Disney Imagineer who's written on a variety of topics. These include the Avengers for us comic book fans. He wrote the art of book um, for the Avengers. So, I mean, he's got some serious comic book cred. Along with being an Imagineer, which is the designers for Walt Disney, they he has also worked specifically at times on the Haunted Mansion. So he's someone who knows quite a bit about both the art and craft of Imagineering for the Walt Disney Company, and he knows quite a bit about the Haunted Mansion. In 2003, he put out a book called The Haunted Mansion, From the Magic Kingdom to the Movies, which co somewhat coincided with the Eddie Murphy movie. Then a few years later, in 2009, he put out a new edition through Disney editions called The Haunted Mansion for the, the Magic Kingdom to the Movies. Update, 40th Anniversary Edition for the 40th Anniversary of The Haunted Mansion. This is actually the copy that I own. Um, and is part of my collection. And for those of you who want to nerd out a little bit with me, it's autographed. Thank you, Disney. Thank you very much. Now, most recently, in the year 2015, so you don't even have to time travel to pick this one up, it's been printed a third time. And the third time is The Haunted Mansion, Imagineering a Disney Classic. This copy, now you'll notice the movie's not referenced in it. The 2015 version actually doesn't have the sections about the movies. And along with the information historically that it had in the past, it's been updated for the current version of the rides in 2015 and with new historical information. Now, if you want a copy of the earlier editions, I do recommend that you go ahead and, well, you pay close attention. Because if you're going to go for that 2003 edition on somewhere like Amazon, you can stumble upon some copies that are well-priced. And when I say well-priced, well under $10 for that original edition used. But again, you've got to watch Amazon with used and out-of-print books. Because at the time I'm sitting down here at my computer, there is a copy selling. Oh, do I even want to say it? Do I even want to say it? Okay, I'm going to do it for $74. I doubt that that version is worth $74. But that's far from the most crazy example that you can find out there. Because of the 2009 edition, of which I have a copy, I don't even know why I have, my, have it in my hand since it's being sold for $4,821.99 today. Or as I like to just call it, that's crazy talk. Don't worry, there's also one out there for $2,737.20. I didn't check to see if they are autographed like my copy. Today, the 2015 edition is selling for, for new for $22.99, but you can get it for, for less on services like Amazon without even having to use any of your time-traveling power. So what do you get with this book and this edition? And again, I'm talking about primarily the 40th anniversary edition. Um, so what you get is you get an Imagineer's perspective on the Haunted Mansion. Basically, it's broken into three sections. 
section being about the history and background of the Haunted Mansion. The second section, which is the biggest section, is kind of a walking tour through the Haunted Mansions of the world, where Jason Sorrell will describe to you the the setting, the surrounding, what's occurring, what imaginary, what imagineers are attempting to do in the room, and the story that they're attempting to tell. And then the third act in the first two editions is the movie information. How did they bring the Haunted Mansion to screen? Again, people, when Disney was originally planning this book, they weren't expecting a heavily panned movie starring Eddie Murphy. Again, Eddie Murphy was a big star. They were bringing their classic attraction onto the screen, and they were trying to find a humorous and, I'm going to argue, within the, the framework and tone of the Haunted Mansion onto the screen. So they were, again, these first two editions, they were pretty proud of what they had done with the Haunted Mansion. Now, I can understand in 2015 why they took that section out. So if you were to buy a, a copy of what's out there today, again, the movie is not as beloved as they might have hoped. And definitely not as beloved as the mansion. And, well, time's passed since the movie was released. So it's not like the, that section is going to help sell tickets to the movie like it originally did or video sales. At this point, what people really want when they pick up a copy of the book in 2015 is information about the Haunted Mansion itself. So I can understand why that's been cut off in this new 2015 edition. So what do you get for your money? The answer here, the real benefit of this book, other than getting an actual Imagineer discussing design, is images. Disney's very, very careful with how their images are used. So you have to pretty much be an official Disney book, authorized by Disney, commissioned by Disney, and usually printed by Disney editions, in order for you to be able to use their pictures and images within their books, your books. So really, the nice thing about this book, which is oversized, is you get images, 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 images. Every page has got images. And this includes uh, images of classic Imagineers. It includes pictures from inside the Haunted Mansion. And it includes concept art. So if you need something that is a fantastic visual reference to the Haunted Mansion, this is the book you're going to want. Um, because of the fact that it's got a lot of pictures. So if you're a comic book fan and you want something with a lot of pictures... There's a lot of pictures here, and it's not going to be overly text-driven. It's really the book that is visually driven. So there you go. Jason Sorrell's The Haunted Mansion from the Magic Kingdom of the Movies, 40th edition update, if you're what I'm currently holding. So what's next? So the next one is another book that has two editions. The first edition that I ever read of this book was Jeff Bam's An Unofficial History of Disney's Haunted Mansion. But the more current edition, because th that first edition was a self-published edition um, that he was pretty much selling off of a website that I'll talk about in a few minutes. His other edition, the more current edition, is The Unauthorized Story of Walt Disney's Haunted Mansion with a foreword by Raleigh Crump. And it's important uh, I'll talk about Raleigh here in a little bit. The newest edition from Theme Park Press came out in 2014. And so I'm going to be fully honest with you. Uh, I do have both copies of the uh, both 
additions here in my hand. The first one, to be fully honest, the unofficial history of Disney's Haunted Mansion. I received it for free because I won it as a prize from one of Mr. Bam's uh, podcasts. And it's autographed and it's got a little note in it that I kept from all of the hosts of the Mousedoucha podcast. And I was pretty excited when I got it at the time. The 2014 edition, the unauthorized story of Walt Disney's Haunted Mansion. Again, notice the unauthorized and unofficial. Very important. Um, I received a review copy of this from Theme Park Press. Um, so again, f- fully honest with you, I did not pay for this book. And I'm going to talk primarily about the unauthorized story of Walt Disney's Haunted Mansion because that's really the p- copy that you're going to be able to get your hands on. 2015 you do not want to spend $150 to get a copy of the unofficial history of Disney's Haunted Mansion podcast, um, Haunted Mansion by Jeff Bam. I think Mr. Bam would tell you you don't want that copy. You don't want that edition because, again, the 2014 edition is a lot more updated and it's got a lot more content. And really what Jeff Bam focuses on, to be honest, is history. That's really where his bread and butter is made in this book. So he expands from his first edition to a second to the point where he has just pages and pages and pages. Again, the first 69 pages of this book, all primarily text are, well, how did the haunted mansion come to be? And he reaches way, way back. And he even goes so far as to talk about Walt Disney's experiences with uh, haunted houses and perhaps real haunted houses as early as Kansas city. And he discusses uh, the Imagineers in great detail. And in fact, um, he discusses the kind of the, oh, the fights that occurred with the Haunted Mansion. The, the things that a lot of people notice with the Haunted Mansion when you go through it is that there's really kind of two parts to it. Um, there's a part uh, at the beginning that's scary. And there's a part at the end that's whimsical and fun and musically driven. And a lot of the reason why that occurred is because there was a teamwork, a team, a, a partnership with the development of the Haunted Mansion where Walt Disney took two of his premier legendary Imagineers, Claude Coates, um, who started as a background artist in animated films, and Mark Davis, who started as a character artist in animated films, and he mashed them together. And it had worked for Pirates of the Caribbean, and so he had hoped that it had worked here in the Haunted Mansion. So what had occurred is a fight because Kalad Coates wanted a, a serious, scary, foreboding haunted house experience where Mark Davis wanted a whimsical and exciting and fun and uh, flourished haunted house experience, but one that wasn't overly scary. And in the end, since they couldn't get along, really in many ways, the haunted, ha- the haunted mansion kind of got divided where there's a serious section and there's a whimsical section and it all had to be melded together by another famous and imaginary imagineer uh, Exitensio, who wrote the song grim grinning ghosts as a way to kind of unite those different parts of the house there was a third possibility by the way with the, the haunted mansion which was just the weird possibility where years before the haunted mansion that we have today was put into final development um, Walt Disney had actually requested that two other Imagineers, Yale Gracie, who becomes part of the lore of the Haunted Mansion, um, Master Gracie, 
uh, is saying it said to be the owner of the haunted mansion and raleigh crump um who was a, a younger imaginer at the time um who was known for just having off the wall ideas they had worked on a lot of gags and some of those gags will wind up being in the haunted mansion but at one point raleigh had really worked really hard on coming up with something called the museum of the weird which i might talk about on a different day but it was just he was trying to find scary yet oddball things to include in the haunted mansion so there was actually a third possibility for the theming of the haunted mansion well, Bam goes into this in depth. He really gets into the Imagineers and what were their uh, predecessors, where did they go. Um, Bam was really the first one to write about the discovery of something called the Shipley Lediger House uh, in Baltimore, which was really the um, inspiration for the Disneyland Haunted Mansion external facade um, before folks didn't know that uh, Ken Anderson had had really kind of – found this in a book and copied it and then along with like what sorrel does um bam he goes through and he also kind of gives you a walkthrough of the haunted mansion um primarily the disneyland one um but again uh, gives you kind of a thorough discussion of what is occurring so bam's book why would you be interested in this the real reason you'd be interested in Bam's book is he's an excellent historian. In fact, I'm often jealous of him. Um, when he he talks, I tend to listen. Um, he's got several outlets, including the Malastalgia podcast, which is about primarily Disneyland. He's really good at bringing out historical details and finding old historical articles to discuss and to bring forward. And he's he's just enjoyable to listen to. But along with being a Disneyland guy, he is also really a haunted mansion guy um he's known for running the doom buggy doom uh website which is just kind of a hub of doom uh, haunted mansion information um including the history and tales and a place where fans kind of gather online to talk about the haunted mansion um, and so he knows the haunted mansion inside and out and when you read this book you get the sense that this is a guy that even though he's never been a imagineer though he has worked with disney on some things um primarily you know, sometimes some haunted mansion things but not always um but despite that he really knows and loves the haunted mansion and so he gives you a a history that is solid, well-researched, and given with a lovingly created, dispassionate truth. And so really, at the end of the day, if I had to pick between the Sorrel book and the Bam book, it was which book do I just want for information about how we got the Haunted Mansion? And I want a good history book? I go with Jeff Bam every time. Now, Take them together because Jeff Bam doesn't have the images. You take them together, you've got a really, really nice dichotomy. Um, you've got a partnership because you've got the images, you've got the creative background, and you've got the history all lined up if you take those two books together, which I do on my shelf. And they're fun to research and read because the Haunted Mansion is cool. Well... I guess I better live up to my promise, huh? Guess I better do what I said I was going to do. And that's talk about a comic book. 
The theme of this evening is, of course, The Haunted Mansion. And so the title of this comic book is The Haunted Mansion. Now, what I'm holding in my hand and what I have in my collection is the graphic novel, the trade collection, Haunted Mansion, from 2007, printed by the Disney Book Group. And what's collected here is um, the issues of a comic from an independent comic book called Haunted Mansion that had gone out earlier. Now, in this comic, you're not going to find the official story. You're not going to find the authorized story of the Haunted Mansion. What you're going to find instead is 17 short stories in an anthology by 17 different creators and 17 different artists. Uh, again, all in black and white, all in very and vastly different styles, where some will be very humorous and some will be very serious and some will be very scary. Um, but they... They're side by side, and they're all things inspired by the Haunted Mansion attraction at uh, Disneyland and Walt Disney World. And so you'll see the, the characters that you find in the mansion itself, uh, a little bit of their perceived backstory from the artists and authors who have written these 17 stories. Now, some of these stories will rely really, really heavily on the Haunted Mansion. One of the stories... Um, the the first one, A Room for a Thousand, it really focuses on using the narration from the Haunted Mansion. So you see some of that play out onto the screen as, as a newcomer comes to the mansion. Um, for me, my favorite story is Blueprint for Murder. In Blueprint for Murder, we have two architects who have been commissioned by uh, Master Gracie to work on his home. Um, two partners who have worked together before. But one, Mr. Davis, is all about flourishes and adding that little extra fun touch. And one of them, Mr. Coates, not spelled the same way as Claude Coates, however, is much more serious and much more stoic and much more uh, design versus, you know, the extras and the frills. And the two of them are entering into a partnership. And maybe like in real life, it wasn't exactly as expected or hoped for. And the outcome is somewhat fun. And in my mind, knowing a lot about Mark Davis and a little bit about Claude Coates, I really do kind of see some personality coming out in this story. Uh, but again, it's a what if. It's a what if, Matt. It's a win if, what if, Ben. I mean, in real life, these two gentlemen were legends who did find a way to get along. Um, another story in here that really, really grips me and tears at my heartstrings and really in some ways inspires me is the groundkeeper's secret uh the groundkeeper he's a really iconic image um you'll often see disney use pictures of him holding his lantern and his his shaky little dog standing next to him near the graveyard as the ghosts in the graveyard begin to socialize um, here in this story the author asks why why does the groundskeeper why does he work there in the haunted mansion graveyard every night and here we find a, a reason, an answer that I think I am highly satisfied with. Again, though, 17 stories, 17 authors, 17 artists, back to back to back, all in different styles. None of them in the official story of the Haunted Mansion, but all of them inspired the headcanon of the authors themselves. So there it is, as promised, a comic book. I snuck it in. And you got to hear a little bit of my craziness when it comes to one of my favorite attractions, the Haunted Mansion. If you want to hear more 
about Disney, well, you never know. I might be back. I might have some other things. But I promise you this is the comic book time machine, so I'll always sneak a comic into it. But if you want to see some of my stuff that's not about comics and about Disney and my Disney fandom, do feel free to go ahead and visit me at BetweenDisney.com, where pretty much every week I'm talking about some sort of Disney book. Also, you can visit Ben and me over at Welcome to Level 7 with the 7 spelled out to talk about another Disney property, which is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We talk about every episode of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and all the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. And finally, you can always find all three of us at comicbooktimemachine.com. Do, do feel free to follow us on Facebook. Um, that's how we have a you know, good dialogue sometimes about the comics that we're all reading. So, again, it's, it's October. It's Halloween time. It's going to be dark. It's getting dark sooner. Make sure to get on your, your little glow sticks. Carry a flashlight. And remember, be safe, kids. Make good choices. Mm-hmm.